Hello Kings, hello guys, good morning, Tom here, great to be together, as you can see sadly today, not with the wonderful Josie, but hopefully, uh, nevertheless, this will be still a wonderfully beneficial time to our souls. So if you have a Bible, turn to Psalm 37, we're going to look at the final few verses starting from verse 25 and uh, trusting that the Lord's going to encourage our hearts as we start this day. Father, we thank you for a new day. We thank you, Lord, that the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases and the mercies of the Lord are new every day. Great is thy faithfulness. We bless you, Father, that you alone are good. You alone are perfectly faithful thank you that you stand on the the dawn of each day welcoming us and expectant that your children will come and gather around you and we just love it king jesus we love to start to continue and to finish our days genuinely consciously in the presence of the king so we we just say father presence yourself today come holy spirit let your kingdom come and your will be done. Amen. All right, so uh, we come to an end today for Psalm 37. I have found it a great, a great feast. Uh, but let's see what the Lord has for us as we come into land. Verse 35. This is David. He's an old guy now. I was young and now I'm old. And he says this fascinating um, thing. He says, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and they lend freely. Their children will be blessed. Now, I think it's fair to say, I mean, a lot of people have written about this verse. It's not a cast iron guarantee promise that following Jesus means you will never have poverty. Obviously, we know millions of Christians who love Jesus, but they struggle to to even survive. But it is, I think, um, as you see, actually with many of the proverbs it's a general truth it's often the case and obviously for david it seems that in his own experience this is true that he has seen this very strong trend between people really looking to follow the lord and be righteous and him looking after them and that that is true um we wouldn't want to over push But I think what the Apostle Paul says, you know, even when he hasn't had material um, provision that he would like, you know, um, even out of that material poverty, there's spiritual, there's spiritual wealth always available. So Paul kind of broadened slightly and even Jesus, who himself obviously had nowhere even to lay his head uh, and and materially didn't have a lot. Um, I think he broadens this understanding that David's talking about as well to, yes, generally true, but always true from a spiritual uh, wealth perspective. Turn from evil and do good. I love that. This is important because the context has been, you know, for David and for us at times is, is honestly evil people, pushy people, arrogant people, and you want to push back. Um, I had someone <laughs> driving recently just right up my grill at the back and oh I could feel this frustration so when the Lord says turn from evil Tom and do good this doing of good is not it's not a vague thing 
it's a deliberate choice to do good things like forgiveness, uh, prayer, worship, uh, loving those who are hard to love. Do good. Um, turn the other cheek. Um, it's 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 something that is profoundly um, countercultural, and it, it's not just a vague thing. It's important because then you will dwell in the land. You will dwell in the land. Remember, we talked about that idea that dwelling in the Lord, John 15, is where this is all really heading to. That as Christians, we are called to camp, to dwell, to abide in the Lord. Because here we go. Here's look at this promise. For the Lord loves the just. He will not forsake his faithful ones. They will be protected forever. Hallelujah. Uh, but the offspring of the wicked will be cut off. But the righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. So there's this glorious repeated like a boom, 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 boom. Heartbeat, repeated promise. Dwell in the Lord, Tom. Stay rooted in the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord. When all around you, you're tempted to get knocked out of shape and to react. He's saying, don't do that. Turn from evil and do good because the Lord will carry you through to your, your righteous inheritance. The mouth of the righteous man utters wisdom. His tongue speaks what is just. The law of his God, look at this, is in his heart. His feet do not slip. This is promise upon promise. He's saying, it reminds me of Ephesians where he says, you know, um, that we are called to be those who are not tossed to and fro but by the waves and by the cunning of man and different doctrines that come in. No, no. The Christian church, the Christian is designed and enabled to become ever more steadfast. He's talking about a steadfastness here that is going to continue uh, throughout our lives that he wants us to believe for. That means like Paul, even when we are surrounded by difficult circumstance, we can rejoice in the Lord. It says about Paul and Silas that they were singing hymns to the Lord, right? In the book of Acts, even at midnight when all around them, they're surrounded by evil and wicked people who are, have literally put them in chains. But there is this there is this steadfast supernatural power because look, verse 31, the law of his God is in his Oh, how we need that, right? As we start this day, we need the law of God in our hearts, not not near our hearts, but in our hearts. I think actually even Bible verse um, memorization, as old fashioned as that sound, is something I've been recently um, provoked about. I was with one of my children who was really confessing some real fears. And, and we've started to just try and take promises like this. You know, the Lord, the Lord watches over the righteous. That's Psalm 1. The Lord watches over us. You know, the law of the Lord needs to be in our hearts. And the Lord loves to put it in our hearts, not just near our hearts. Um, just aware of time. There's so much here. Uh, wait for the Lord. Keep his way. And he will exalt you. Look again. To, to see here again to inherit the land even when the wicked are cut off Cons i love this verse 37 consider the blameless observe the upright there is a future for the man of peace 
he's saying you know again consider it's a similar word to when jesus says consider the lilies of the field think about ponder um, put energy mentally into considering this but consider the blameless have heroes and now obviously when this is blameless it doesn't mean the perfect because no one's perfect but remember the promise of ephesians 1 that god um, has predestined his his church to be holy and blameless we are blameless ones even though we stumble and fall as as we looked at last yesterday we stumble and fall but we're still blameless we're still we're not perfect but there is now no blame coming our way we are not accused there is now no more condemnation hallelujah we are blameless and we consider the blameless we observe them and we realize look here there is a future for the man of peace oh man we live in such troubled fearful times wars and rumors of wars i mean they're really it's it's scary to live isn't it nowadays um just on planet earth but look at this as we consider the blameless we observe the upright we realize there is a future for the man of peace all sinners will be destroyed the future of the wicked will be cut off but the salvation of the righteous comes from the lord he is their stronghold in times of trouble the lord helps them he delivers them tom he delivers you today he helps you today tom he never gets sick and tired of you coming to him yet again with more need tom he delights to help you like the perfect physician strange as it sounds almost relishes the ability to listen to the symptoms and to bring the cure of the soul again and again uh, friends we have a god who says he, he helps you he delivers you he saves us and so we can finally take refuge in him we must take refuge in him if we try and take refuge in people um they will let us down but thank the lord we have a god who you know like the prodigal son's father jumps up this morning out of his out of his you know rocking chair on the porch because he sees you even now as you're here watching this it matters it really matters it's a big deal to the father he he runs to you um he, he delivers you he helps us right now so let's pray shall we father we we thank you that you are responsive to the cries of your people that we can come even today and say lord would you lord would you come your word says wait for the lord wait for the lord he will exalt you to inherit the land lord we want more of that land we want more of your kingdom in our souls this morning holy spirit would you energize us lord let us be those who love well one person at a time in jesus name amen amen god bless you have a wonderful day uh, i trust that this psalm has served your soul and uh, look forward to being together very soon